There isn't a one-size-fits-all marketing approach to selling real estate. And sure, there's best practices, but I think that you need to develop a strategy that's unique to your brand or your business and that highlights your superpower. So welcome to the Marketing Trench Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you find your superpower and exploring creative solutions to build a more visible brand that consistently delivers an exceptional customer experience. Whether you're selling real estate, loans, title, or escrow, doesn't matter. We've got you covered. Let's go. Welcome to the Marketing Trench. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few of Ricardo's favorite things, which includes old movies, but not for his <laughs> Oh man, I can talk movies all day. We could do a whole episode on movies. One of the things we want to do, we're, we're swinging into the fall here in 2020, looking ahead to the spring of 2021. This is about the time of the year that I at least, and I'm sure you do this too, Ricardo, start talking to the sales team about the fact that things are going to slope into the holiday season. We'll, we'll, you know, this year with all the weirdness, it'll probably feel a little bit delayed, but still people are, I, I think especially this year with the election and everything, people are going to be tired. It's going to be... It's going to be really tempting just to check out. But the fact of the matter is now is a great time to start thinking about what happened this past year. Even though the market had a serious delay in the spring this year, even though the total number of homes sold, I think, is still well below what it was in prior years. The fact of the matter is homes were selling fast. What I told my sales team was even though we had COVID, this year actually still was pretty good measure of how successful you would have been. So if the last couple what, of- what is what is the average days on market in in Orange County, Newport, Costa Mesa? Do you know? The last I checked, it was somewhere between thirty and forty five hmm. for for most price points. So not long, and I think it's actually even less than that. So it's going it's going fast, and what that tells me is if you're in sales as a vendor, like you and I are in our industry, right? Or even if you're selling homes, people are moving. Homes are selling, and you can't just say, well, COVID just destroyed me. Well, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. It's an excuse. Totally, yeah, it's an excuse. So let's think about why maybe going into 2021, why some things didn't work out the way you thought they would, Mm -hmm. where you were slow, where you needed to speed up, all that kind of stuff. So that's the topic today is the tools that might help us be better at our jobs. Ricardo, you are the master of tools. We're tool agnostic <laughs> here, but there are definitely some that we we love more than others. We're going to be going over. Ricardo gave me a list of about six tools here, and they really span the spectrum. Everything from helping you to do advertising and marketing better to things having to do with boring process stuff like scheduling events. And some of these tools I use, some of these tools I don't. Let's start with your first favorite tool. Yeah, so we'll start here because I think. I think this is a question that I get a lot. It's, I need a website. Where do I start with the website? I talk to maybe 30, 40, sometimes 60 on a good month realtors. So my philosophy is always take advantage. And Scott's philosophy, we talk about this all the time. Take advantage of the tools that are member benefit already. They're either member benefit through the MLS, they're member benefit through your brokerage. For us, the way we like to think about it is getting everything you can out of everything that you've got. I would say start with utilizing stuff that's member benefit through the MLS. Or if you work for EXP, EXP provides KV Core as a resource. If you work for First Team, you guys get a KV Core website as a resource. If you're a First Team agent and you and I are sitting down for a meeting and you tell me I need a better website because my website isn't generating any business, you don't need a better website. 
your problem isn't a website problem and changing to a different platform isn't going to solve your issue. Your issue is like if you have a website, you could be spending $500 a month for a website, but if you don't have any traffic to that website, that's your problem right there. If you're not creating a ton of organic content yourself, I have agents, for example, that'll ask me, hey, I need an SEO guy. Who do you recommend that's really good at SEO? I look at their website and they have four pages of content. SEO is not your problem. And keyword stuffing those four pages of your website isn't going to solve your your traffic issue. I think where I like to rephrase the conversation as the website in and of itself isn't what's going to solve your lead gen problem. I think you do need a good website. I don't think that websites are what they used to be maybe, you know, eight, six or eight years ago. Six or eight years ago, we're having this conversation. I'm going to tell you, you need a custom website with an IDX and you need to build these awesome community pages and you need to create a good internal link structure between all of the community pages on your website. That's because back then, you used to be able to get a website to rank pretty quickly simply by having an IDX feed on your website. That's not true today. But I do still think that first impressions matter. People buy from brands that they like. Your website presence gives this sort of trust signal. Either I trust your brand and you know I go down the rabbit hole of consuming your content and either getting educated or you know I, I vibe with your personality or I don't. <laughs> and you have a shitty website and a bad consumer experience, right? So I think it is important for you to have a website, but I don't think that you need to spend thousands of dollars on your website. So the first one is if you're just looking for an everyday kind of cookie cutter website, and this is why I said earlier, start with your MLS. Your MLS provides a lot of tools and services that are sort of member benefit. And one of the ones that is available to you as an agent, and this is not a member benefit, you still have to pay for it. But you can get a pretty darn good looking website that's mobile responsive, has IDX, and you can upload you know, your bio and create a blog and all of that is Strategic Agent. So they're available for just $29 a month. $29 a month, month-to-month basis, no additional setup fees. You can access this through the CRMLS Marketplace. This is one of those products that to me is kind of low-hanging fruit that not a lot of people pay attention to. Because I think, again, I think and I know fundamentally there's this perception that I need to buy a high-end website. The high-end website isn't going to solve your problem. I know plenty of agents that are spending $1,500 a month on Boomtown and they're upset because they're spending $1,500 a month and not getting any results. Guess what? You're spending $1,500 a month just for access to the platform. You still have to pay to generate your own leads. You still have to pay to generate your own traffic. And I, and I guess that's kind of the point that I try to drive home with people is you don't need an expensive website. If you're on a budget, go with something like Strategic Agent. If not, then if you have a little bit of a budget to play with, then this other company here. So this is a company called Agent Fire. Agent Fire is awesome. You get some pretty great website designs with uh, IDX. You can add a home value page as, a, as an add-on. But then you can customize uh, the different sections of the website. So here, you know, this agent is communicating their core values and what they offer. You have your featured listings. You have your sort of featured communities. By all accounts, this looks like a pretty awesome website. You can add your own buyer and seller guides. 
And what's cool is that they have Facebook and Google as autofill. So you can sign in with either of those platforms or you can enter your first name, last name, and email. This website here, zero setup fees, is $129 a month. $129 a month. I mean, if if you looked at this, Dustin, how much do you think you're going to spend on... I mean, this looks like a custom site design, to be honest. Yeah, it looks a lot better than most real estate websites I've seen. I think for me, and I get the question every every other day, if not every day, it's, I need a better website because I want more leads. I don't think that's an accurate assessment. Yes, I think you should have a good-looking website because it provides a great first impression and first impressions matter. But I don't think that you need to break the bank. I don't need that. I don't think that you need to invest in a custom site design. And I think that you can make a lot of headway with the tools that are kind of available to you today. I don't think that websites are what they were. I think that websites today are, are really commoditized. And I don't think that you need a boomtown to be successful. I don't think that you need a commission zinc to be successful. If you want your website to generate the kind of results that you're looking for, you're going to do that in one of two ways. The design isn't, isn't what's going to accomplish it for you. You need to do one of two things to get more leads. You either need to create a ton of organic content or you invest in Google ads or Facebook ads to drive traffic to your website and you generate leads that way. And so a lot of agents aren't content creators. So one of the things that we did back in 2013, 2014, when we created Agent Press, we launched two to 300 hyper-local real estate websites. One of the things that we did is we recognized that agents aren't bloggers. They weren't going to create a lot of this sort of hyper-local content themselves. So what we did is we put an ad, an ad out on Craigslist and the ad was super simple but very effective. It said, new hyper-local website looking for talented and enthusiastic writers. Hey, are you in the know on all the fun, cool, and hip things to do in Costa Mesa? Are you a social butterfly both in person and offline? If so, we want to hear from you. Send me a link to your social media profiles, your public social media profiles, not because I want to stalk you, but because I need to know that you're a social butterfly, both offline and online. Number two, send me a link to writing samples if you have any. And number three, submit a two to 300 word article describing one of your favorite activities or things to do in the community. Why, in other words, why do you love where you live? Please do not, I repeat, do not send me uh, your resume because we won't read it. I look forward to hearing from you. And so we got a ton of submissions for that sort of for that job posting. The job posting will cost you what? 25 bucks to create a job posting on Craigslist. Anyway, we got a lot of stay-at-home moms that wanted to take us up on the offer of creating hyperlocal content. And so what did we like what do you know about stay-at-home moms? They have a great network, they love to socialize. And some of them are really great writers. But also, we would get people from the local business journal that were applying to create content for the website. And so the reason I highlight people from the local business journal is because those people generally get paid to create content, but they don't have a consistent income. They're only creating maybe, what, two to four pieces a month? Anyway, we would hire these people to create articles for a hyper-local website at about $10 to $15 an article. Some people were hobby bloggers and they had like they were part of a biking club or trail running club. 
and they had their own blog, they were happy to create content for you for free in exchange for a link back to their website in the author section of the post. We launched, like I said, hundreds of these websites. We took a website in Berkeley, for example, brand new domain, brand new website. We launched it with 50 pieces of unique content. We had 15,000 site visitors in the first 30 days when that website went live. And then it topped off at about 12,000 site visitors a month every month thereafter. We got, I think, maybe what, like three buyers in the first 90 days and four listings over the next, over the next four months. That website was getting consistent organic traffic and we didn't have to spend a dime on ads. Mm. But what did we have to do? We had to go out and recruit local writers. Otherwise, the agent was going to have to sit down and create that content for themselves. That's the strategy that I would implement if I was, you know, starting today and creating my own website, launching my own sort of hyper local website. I think the point that I want to give away is having a fancy, expensive custom site design isn't what's going to help you. I don't think that paying somebody to SEO your website if you only have five pages of content is going to help you because keyword stuffing your website isn't something that isn't really a ranking factor nowadays. It maybe was in 2000, like up to 2013, maybe, but, but I don't think that that's something that works today. So that's where I would start when it comes to the subject of, of websites. Speaking of websites, how do I improve my ranking factor? The other thing that I would do is this is sort of, this is table stakes and this is free. It's Google My Business. If you don't have a Google My Business, the thing I want you guys to think about is Google is where 90% of search starts in the US, right? What do you think your customers are? You meet somebody out, you hand them your business card. What are they doing? They're Googling you. When people are looking for something ultra sort of specific and there's not enough inventory, like what are people Googling? Some A homeowner might be looking for two-story home that's three bed, three bath, and they need one bed, one bath to be on the first floor. That's their sort of requirement, right? Where are they going? They're Googling all of this information. If you don't have a Google My Business set up for your business, you're not taking advantage, then, then I would say you don't exist. In addition to having a website, you want to link that website to your Google My Business profile. And if you haven't taken the time to set up your Google My Business profile, I, I definitely highly recommend it. Dustin, do you guys have a Google My Business? Yeah. I know that Scott, for example, and the folks over at Bywise, they have invested over the last year and a half or two into thinking about like the customer experience that they deliver, but also making it a point to get more five-star reviews. If I Google them right now, I would see about 50 five-star reviews on Google. And I know, because Scott and I have talked about this, I know that they've gotten business. Scott asks every customer, hey, how did you find us? Somebody said, I, well, I live in Huntington Beach. I wanted somebody local to do my loan and I Googled you guys and there you were. You had, you had a ton of five-star reviews. So, so I picked up the phone and gave you guys a call. I think that we live in a five-star review culture. We turn to apps like Yelp and Google to help us find the things that we want for the services that we want. And so if you're not taking advantage of something like Google My Business, then, then you're definitely leaving a lot on the table. So that's an area where I would definitely spend some time and, and invest in energy, some energy. And by the way, it's going to take you, what, 
20 minutes to set up your Google My Business, it's really not going to take you that long. It's not going to cost you that much. No, and there's lots of advantages doing it too, because not only do you get to direct people for the purpose of reviews, you get to control your photo, which is really important. What most people don't realize is that anyone can tag a photo to your business, you know, and maybe you don't want those photos, or, you know, maybe, maybe they're not malicious or anything, but they're just not polished, nice. And you have professional photos of you, your team, your office, whatever the case might be. Google My Business lets you. Take care of that. Today, I just use it actually to post some pro- COVID protocol stuff. They have like a little thing there. It's like, hey, this is uh, protocols for COVID for this company. And so I updated that. We can post coupons. I mean, there's lots of things you could do. Yep. What's the next thing? So let's talk maybe social media and design. So I get together every week with my team on Fridays and we talk about you know some of the tools. I, I ask my team, what are some of the tools that you love and that you use in your business that you think makes people's lives easier. One of the ones that I feel like we don't talk about all that often that is, I would say is underutilized or underappreciated, undervalued, is Canva for design. Yeah, 100%. Canva is, if, if you're trying to post content on Instagram, Facebook, if you're trying to create a PowerPoint presentation, Canva makes it so easy for the person that doesn't know design AKA Ricardo. <laughs> like I am not a designer. I'm impressed with the stuff that you're able to do in Photoshop dusting because I could not for the life of me figure out Photoshop if you gave me a month. It stresses me out. <laughs> That's so funny. But, but it does. It really gives me anxiety. Like I was trying to create some video content. I don't know how people use Adobe After Effects. Oh, but I was is its own beast. Yeah. Oh, it, it was yeah. so painful. You have no idea. And and like, when I want to learn something, I get OCD. I get so obsessed with what I want to learn that I go down this like insane rabbit hole. And I did that with Adobe After Effects and I came out so pissed off. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm like, what the hell even is any of this? Even the tutorials that were step by step, I'm like, this is not like, this is just not working. And then I discovered uh, Filmora and it's awesome. It's super like plug and play, user friendly, and I can create uh, title slides. I can create awesome transition effects. I can overlay music, like when we're doing the intros for our podcast, whatever. It's so easy to use. It's super user friendly. Anyway, Canva is, is like dummy proof. And so I have agents who say, I want to create content for Instagram, but I don't like, I don't know how to design this stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a whole marketplace for not only does Canva provide you a bunch of like free templated designs, but there's a whole marketplace and there's a place called Creative Market. Have you heard of it? No. So Creative Market is pretty awesome. I've started to save under collections here. There's a ton of different templates here. So I have my Instagram templates. So they give you a bunch of if you want to create carousel posts for Instagram, they give you a bunch of templates. If you want to create like my our podcast that we regularly publish and promote, they give you a bunch of templates. And what's awesome about these templates, I've I've already purchased a few, is that you can purchase these templates for 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 30 bucks. But they give you a bunch of pre-designed templates that makes it easy for you to just drag and drop the content that you want to create. One of the things that always hold me up when I'm doing this is like when I'm trying to create content, is I got a picture in my head of how it would look. 
And then that, like, that's because you're a Photoshop junkie. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I definitely think in terms of design, but I've got this picture in my head and then I try to go do it and it looks, it looks like poop. You know, it's like I'm drawing <laughs> Lisa in my head, but the best I can manage is a stick figure when I actually put a mouse to the screen and Canva and now this create, I have no idea what this creative market thing, I didn't know it existed. It will give you the looks that you see in your mind so that you're not discouraged and you'll actually create the content you really should be creating. Yeah. So like, like, look at this template here, Instagram content marketing template. There's about 40, 82 Instagram templates. When you download this and activate it in Canva, this is the real estate template. So if you want to do just sold, if you want to do like a checklist post, if you want to share your reviews, all of this just becomes drag and drop at this point. Wow. You don't have a blank canvas yourself that you're having to add elements to and try to design and recreate yourself, you literally have a pre-designed package template in here. So if you're somebody that creates a lot of YouTube videos, here's a YouTube video template. All you have to do is drag and drop your YouTube thumbnail and then type in your description. Got a new raving review, five-star review on Zillow? No problem. Here's a template for you. Uh, all you have to do is you know, type in your testimonial on the client name. Yeah, that's amazing. And it just makes it like, what did this template cost me? 10 bucks? Right. And the value of it is exponential because you and I, you were the one that taught me this. It was highest and best use of time. Yeah. I should be doing $1,000 an hour work, not $5 an hour work. I can mess around in Canva and try to figure this out over the next hour, two or three while doing other stuff. Or I can just download this template pack for 10 bucks and do it in two minutes. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's no comparison, right? And it's, the thing is, is that, I don't know how you are, Ricardo, but with me, I daydream of having an amazing social presence. I <laughs> having tons of content. And I listen to somebody like Scott, God rest it. Well, we're so, we're so sad. <laughs> He's uh, in Detroit, I think. Oh, well, good, good for him, I guess. Uh, <laughs> when Scott starts talking about all the like, leads he gets and all the business he's able to generate from having all this content, I get all hyped up and then I go to create it and it's like I get distracted. I get bored. I don't I just don't do it. I don't do it. it it's the easiest thing to kick down the road. But if I had a really great template and I knew that I was just like taking stuff that already existed and plugging it into stuff that already <laughs> existed and the and the outcome of that is magical. I'm gonna do that all day long because you know why wouldn't I want to create something that's be- beautiful and awesome. You know, especially if it's going to get people excited about my business. Yep, hundred percent. the The reason we don't do it is because it's tedious. We don't know where to start, or you know, we overcomplicate it. Canva's brilliant, and there's a whole marketplace for hiring and getting these sort of templated designs. And for what it's worth, for anyone who's listening at Lighthouse, we actually pay for the pro version because we we like it that much, and we use it to create like animated animated posts and stories and Instagram and different things like that. The other thing that I would point out is I'm surprised at how many people don't know, but you can actually hire somebody off of Fiverr to create whatever it is that you need to create. So one of the things that I've regularly done, I've done this for our podcast, I've done this for my personal podcast, and I've done this for presentations and stuff like that. Like um, here, if you went to Fiverr.com and just created, typed in what it is you're looking for. So if you needed let's say you're starting a YouTube channel and you need to create some cover art for your YouTube channel, you would just type in YouTube uh, cover art 
and you would find a bunch of designers that will happily, again, they work off of a template or you just give them what it is you're looking to create and they'll design it for you for five, 10, 15, 20 bucks, whatever it is. So I don't know if this is a uh, Ricardo, Ricardo's gotten older and <laughs> starting a family. I'm so willing to pay for things to get it off my plate. Yeah. As of late. Yeah. I, I will 100% pay to, for somebody to do that thing for me because I recognize that's just not a good use of my time. Right. I, I'd rather get it off my plate and get it done than it not happen at all. There's, I, and I know that there's a lot of people who struggle with that. Like, I want to control the process. <laughs> I, I want to do it. I want to do it my way. Like, no, you need to be comfortable with, with delegating. Yep. That, that, that's maybe a whole discussion for another day, I guess. What's another tool in your... What else do we got here? Okay, so Calendly. So I needed an efficient way to schedule open houses. I'm going to do a virtual open house. I want to promote my virtual open house. What's a really good and effective way for me to schedule people, but also create a buffer in between those open house, those showing appointments? Yep. So that I can clean the house before other people come in, right? Calendly is one of my absolute favorite tools. If you're not using it, you should be. This is an example of my Calendly page. And this one I created for an uh, open house tour, right? So if you want to schedule an open house at any one of my listings, this is the link that I'm using. And so here's what I did. In the description, I put select the next available date and time for an open house tour of this home. Our team will contact you shortly to confirm your property showing request. And then here, what I did is if they'll click a time, like a date and time. So Monday the 28th, let's say 10 a.m. What happened is I put a four-hour buffer. You need to schedule the open house no, no later than, no shorter than, with no shorter or no less than four hours notice. Right. I need enough time to be able to get to the open house and stop doing what I'm doing. I said no less than four hours notice. And then what the fields that I'm requiring are first and last name, email address, what's the best number to reach you, What's the address of the home that you want to tour? But then I also want to know, are there any other additional sort of addresses of houses that you want to see in the area? A lot of people are going out and, you know, mapping their open house routes for the weekend. This is my listing. But if you want to go out and preview other listings, I don't have a problem doing that. Calendly makes it really easy and efficient to do that sort of thing. The only question that I have, so when I went in here, I, I said, what is this event? So I put open house tour every day in the title. Here's what I put in the description. Where is my... Here, when can people book this event? Under my advanced fields. And where are my advanced fields? Of course, I'm fumbling with advanced fields. <laughs> um, here, under invitee questions, you can customize. So like you can separate first name and last name if you want to automate adding these leads into your CRM, then I would separate the full name field into first name and last name. But you can customize the questions that you ask in here. And then I'm totally erroring out here on where my advanced fields are. Here, advanced. 
I have it set to set the frequency of available time slots, 30 minutes. And then I want to prevent people from booking events that are less than four hours away. And then down below, here's where you can add your event buffers. So you can add a 30-minute buffer before and after that open house so that you have time in between showing appointments to be able to clean the house and disinfect the house and do all that sort of stuff. I think this is a tool that is highly underutilized (laughs) that would just add a complete layer of efficiency to your just to your daily work routine. I use Acuity. Um, Acuity is just the same as Calendly. It's a booking software. Whenever anybody needs to book an appointment with me, I send them, I, I bought a custom domain. I send them to bookricardo.com. So I'll say, hey, Dustin, I understand you wanted to meet to talk about marketing your open house. Do any of the following two times work for you? If not, go to bookricardo.com and you can schedule a time there. I would use this to, to schedule buyer consults. I would use it to schedule and manage your open houses. And I would use it to schedule your listing appointments. So I actually use Calendly. And there's a couple of things about it. So one is that it syncs to my office calendar. I use Google Calendar. So if I open up and put an event in my calendar, Calendly will see it. And then any sort of thing that I, I would have... you know, Calendly can see it so it doesn't double schedule me. Bottom mm-hmm. line. And in Calendly, you can, you know, you can tell it when you want it to make you available. So on like a rolling schedule, every Monday I'm available from like three to five or whatever it is, right? And you you can you can really highly customize it. So that's so that's a really cool feature. You don't have to worry about double booking. The other thing, if you want to, so you bought a custom domain which redirects to your Calendly. If you want to do the poor man's version of this, I actually went to bit.ly. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. And so, because you don't want like a really long domain, you know, if you want to tell people, hey, go and book my calendar, you want to be able to give them something that's memorable. So I have a little bit.ly forward slash LHE dash Dustin. And if you go there, you're going to see my, oh, no, that doesn't go to my Calendly. That goes to, that goes to my Google feed. But so whatever, that's my video. <laughs> you can use bit.ly for the same thing, right? You could use like bit.ly forward slash maybe the property address, right? And then that would allow you to book into the calendar for that. Or, you know, I, I think I think with Calendly, you get like calendly.com forward slash whatever your name is. So it can mm-hmm. be like, you know, the Dustin team or something like that. It's a super powerful tool. I had some syncing problems at first, but then I was able to get it to sync up. And ever since then, it's awesome. And, and if you pay for the pro version, I think you can have multiple different event types it's it's fantastic, and it will actually send a calendar invite to whoever schedules an event with you. My when people do virtual meetup with me, it'll send them my bit.ly link so that they can just have it right in their calendar, right? That kind of stuff. It's just it just saves so much time and hassle. And what I tell people, hey, here's a link to my calendar. Find a time that works for you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not telling them, hey, take care of your own scheduling. It's, I you know, hey, whatever works for you, here's what works for me. You just pick the best time for you. And, and I found that that goes over really well. Yep. I was having an issue where people were no-shows to appointments or people were, people were late to appointments. They couldn't find the Zoom link. And I made some changes to my language in my reminder emails. They auto-send through Calendly? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I also added a text message reminder. So I have a 24-hour reminder. I have a 
one hour before reminder via email and via text. Whereas before I used to just have the 24 hour reminder. The one thing I tell people now is don't ever ask. Like I tell our salespeople now, don't ever say if you have, if you have an appointment on Monday, don't ever say to the prospect, Hey, Dustin, are we still okay to meet on Monday at 10 a.m.? What have I just done? I've given you an out. Yeah, you give me permission to say no. I've given you permission to say no. So the question is, the question should be, or it's kind of like when you're assuming the sale, right? It's, hey, Dustin, I'm looking forward to our meeting Monday at 10, right? That's a lot different than, hey, Dustin, are we okay to meet on Monday at 10? Because like, like you said, you're just giving that person permission to say no. Yeah. So the language in my text says, Hey, Dustin, I'm looking forward to our meeting at 10. The Zoom link is on the calendar invite. In case you don't have it and you prefer text, here's the link below. And so my 24-hour reminder says, Hey, Dustin, I'm really looking forward to our meeting tomorrow. If you'd like to send me your questions ahead of time, that'll give me some more time to prepare so that I can show up to our meeting ready to go. The Zoom link's on the calendar invite. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you at and in the scheduled time. So I've started to add some of that language in my descriptors on the on the 24-hour reminders, the one-hour reminder. And I've noticed that literally everyone's either shows up to the appointment or they give me a 24-hour reminder that, hey, I'm running a little bit late, I have a listing appointment, or that doesn't work for me. But, it, but I definitely noticed that that sort of... It sounds like a simple change and it sounds like, well, why is that necessary? But it's, it's honestly led to, it's improved my, <laughs> my appointment rate, I should say. That's awesome. All right. So what's, what's next? Speaking of automation and, and things of that sort, Scott and I talk about this all the time. The three of us talk about this all the time. If you're not automating your follow-up process and you're leaving it to your own sort of... I have agents that'll say, I want to follow up with all of my leads because nobody can do it as well as I can. I think that's a mistake. I think that you should have some level of automation because it's impossible for you to give the level of attention and care that you would a referral to every lead that comes through. I I don't know if that makes sense or if I'm describing myself well enough. But if we leave it to our own devices, we are probably not going to follow up with every lead that comes in through the system as efficiently as we think we could. One of my favorite tools is Verse, who we talked about and interviewed Daniel a few weeks ago. But if you can't afford Verse, your operation isn't maybe that big and you, you can't afford their premium price point, then my second favorite alternative is this company here. They're called Structurally. So Structurally uses an AI to follow up with your leads. And I believe they do uh, 26 contact attempts over the course of a year. And if a lead engages with one of the original texts, then it it increases its cadence. If they don't, then again, it just spaces out those 26 attempts over the course of the year. And so one of the things that we always say is when a new lead comes in, that lead is always going to have a life cycle of what, three to 18 months. So what are you doing to deliver an item of value, but also regularly check in with that lead? Structurally takes care of that sort of follow-up process for you. Structurally is going to be $179 a month for up to 50 leads. 
here's a little unknown fact. <laughs> it's $179 a month for 50 leads. How I, I suck at math. So how much is that? Do you know, Dustin? How much is what? So 179 for a year? No, 179 a month for 50 leads. That's no, about $3.50 per lead. Okay. That you're you're trying to do the math on how much per yeah. lead. Okay. If you're using LionDesk, LionDesk has an AI called Gabby. It's Gabby AI. Gabby will follow up on your leads for $3 per lead. Gabby is actually just a white-labeled version of Structurally. That's funny. It is funny. And I just discovered this not too long ago. But yeah, Structurally is awesome. I think Gabby's awesome. It's a little bit cheaper. And Gabby is literally just a white-labeled version of Structurally. It's the same exact product for a little bit less. And since LionDesk is a member benefit through the MLS, you get 25 credits of Gabby in your LionDesk account to start. So what I'm saying is automate your follow-up with whatever drip campaigns you're going to set up, but then implement a system like Structurally or, or Gabby, which is essentially the same exact thing, to follow up on the leads for you. And they have action plans built out for almost any use case. You're getting Zillow leads, no problem. They have an AI that'll follow up on all of your Zillow leads. You're running Facebook ads, no problem. They have an AI that'll follow up on all of your Facebook leads. Uh, are you trying to re-engage old leads? No problem. They have an action plan that'll re-engage all of your old leads. Is it just all AI or is there a human it, like with... It's all AI. Okay. If you want to add... I think if you want to add the human layer, then that's when you upgrade to a system like Burst. But these two, these two systems are really this system here is is kind of what I recommend for following up with your leads just right out of the gate. You can also use tools like Call Action is a great product. Call Action will do text, so it's like automated text strip campaigns. And if you have a big team, they also do call tracking. So if you spend a lot of money on print. I have one agent that spends $150,000 a year on all of their print advertising. That's a lot of print. Yeah, that is. When you're doing that amount of print, really anything, I think you should have a call tracking number enabled on all of your print stuff that goes out because then you can... It's not an exact ROI, right? Because you can't necessarily track it all the way to close, but you can measure, is this print campaign having any sort of response whatsoever? Right. So using a system like Call Action, I think, makes it very efficient or very effective for you to be able to do that sort of thing. Call Action is going to be, uh, compared to this, Call Action is going to be about 250 a month. What's great is it that if you have a team, you're a brokerage, you can do a call broadcasting. So if you have five agents on your team, when a new lead comes in, call broadcasting means it rings everybody's phone and whoever gets the lead is the person who gets it and who that lead gets assigned to. You don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about your teammates coming in saying, "Hey, Ricardo's getting all the leads." It's like, well, Ricardo answers his phone. <laughs> that's ex- that's a hundred percent right. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> that's a hundred percent right. That we talked about that with a broker once at at Success Summit at the Tom Ferry Success Summit, mm. and he said, "You know what? F it." I'm going to give it to whoever hustles the most. And so if you answer the phone, guess what? You get the deal. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a meritocracy, and it's and the thing about it, the thing about that mindset, I think that's important, especially when you're running a team, is that people are different phases. Some people they are less hungry. You know, they've got repeat and referral business coming in. They're dealing with a bunch of open houses. They got a bunch of listings. And, you know, dumping one more lead on that person, like maybe they'll follow up, but maybe they'll also think, ah, gosh, I'm, I'll get to it. Okay. Well, that person isn't going to get that lead converted and that's not going to bring in money for the company. Right. But then you got on the other end of the table, you've got the new agent with the new license who's bright eyed and bushy tailed, wants to work hard, uh, wants to direct their energies and they don't know what, you know, where to go. And it's like, you want that person getting the lead. And, you know, that's a rinse and repeat thing, right? Eventually, that person kind of makes their way up to where that other guy was before. You got a new bright eye, bushy tail person. Like, that's how you're going to build a company. It's not going to be sitting here going through a list and being like, all right, whose turn is it now? <laughs> you know, and then, hey, Ricardo, did you follow up? Oh, get around to it. It's like, no, 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 no. That's, I love that. That call broadcasting feature. That's genius. Whoever thought of that. Yep. So let's see. Let's power through a couple more. One of the newer features, speaking of LionDesk, which is member benefit through CRMLS, they released a new feature not too long ago, less than 30 days ago, and it's called uh, a Facebook ad portal. You can design your own ad. Basically, if you want to advertise a specific listing or even if you want to create your own ad, they make it point and click. So if you've ever logged into Facebook Business Manager and you thought to yourself, what the hell is any of this? This takes all of the guesswork out of fumbling around with Business Manager, setting up a campaign, understanding your audience targeting, like they've literally taking, they've taken all of that grunt work out of the process. And all you have to do is click a few buttons to launch an ad for your new listing. That's huge. They have pre-written captions. They have pre-written templates. And like I said, if you just want to go in here and create your own ad, your own Facebook lead ad for your own listing, you don't have to fumble around with Business Manager. You don't have to fumble around with uh, setting up your own audience targeting. You don't have to fumble around with creating your own lead form. You can literally design your ad within the LionDesk CRM. Mm. And it's LionDesk, so your CRM is already connected for when the new leads come in. Oh, um, yeah, that's genius. Yeah. So you just literally point and click and go ahead and create your ad now. So I think there was a few bugs in here, like choose your own MLS board. You don't need to connect it to your own MLS board to create an ad. You can literally just go through and start creating your ad. You don't need to create any of that stuff in there. But anyway, if you just go through the steps and design your own ad, I, I think this makes it point and click. It's user-friendly. You can have your ad up running in minutes. No having to fumble around with the business manager and figure all of that stuff out. You can literally design and run your own ads straight from within the LionDesk portal. This, to me, makes running Facebook ads increasingly simpler or, or easier. Otherwise, it takes, what, 40 minutes to run a good a good ad for something? Oh, yeah. It takes it takes a long time. and And you're out of your flow, too. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like... For me, when I've done Facebook ads, I don't spend enough time doing it because it's not it's not anywhere close to full-time work for me, ads. And so I have to... Every time I get into it, I have to remind myself what the logic of it is, right? It's like mm-hmm. any program you don't really use. But if you're if you're already used to LionDesk and you kind of got an idea for what they're about and how, how they talk about things, you're just going to go faster. And then it looks like they've really done a great job of trimming down that ad manager a lot. 
Yep. It'll literally ask you, are you trying to generate, are you trying to create an ad to drive traffic to a landing page? Maybe you use, maybe you have a KV Core website and you have a forced IDX registration. So you could, you're just going to capture leads that way. You're going to run a uh, traffic ad. But if you want to generate leads, then you click on generate leads and it walks you through building out your own lead ad. That's smart. I really think that they've nailed it here. This makes their product a much stickier product. Especially now, you know, we're telling agents with, we were brainstorming what topic we we're going to discuss this week. Zillow announced that they're a brokerage, right? Mm-hmm. So agents are saying they're going to spend a lot less money on Zillow and go consumer direct. Now you have an easy way to go consumer direct by running your ads strictly within their new Lion Desk portal. All right, what's next? Two apps that I like if you're creating a lot of video. One is called Momenzo. So I stumbled across this one. Like if you don't have a professionally done, and I get it, sometimes we don't, sometimes you don't spend the five or $2,000. I've seen that, I've seen video walkthroughs created for 500 bucks and I've seen video walkthroughs created for 2000 bucks. Let's say you just want to take your photos and create a nice, good looking video of the property. This app right here will take all of your listing photos and generate a video for you like the one you see on the screen that's branded to you with all of your contact information to announce a just listed, just sold, or whatever else. That's cool. It's pretty awesome, actually. You just... It's, what, 20 bucks a month? Yeah, so early their early adopter price is $19 instead of $49. And they give you a bunch of uh, property templates. So you can add your logo, your picture, your contact details, etc., 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 And what I'll say is any time that we've run video ads to promote a new listing, our video ads always generate leads at a lower cost per lead than our standard single image lead ads. In other words, video is a lot more effective at converting leads than than any of your other content. Right. So, So this makes it just increasingly simple. It's just, you know, upload your photos, Upload the relevant property information and voila, you're good to go. I would definitely check this out. And for the price, I mean, are you kidding me? 20 bucks a month? To me, that's a kind of a no-brainer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Un- un- unless you are, again, generating your own, paying a, your own videographer. At that point, then that doesn't matter. Just run ads on, on that video content. And then the last one is for those people that do shoot a lot of video, Veeamly is something that I use to add captions to my video content. So I do this, the one thing like we should do here on the marketing trench and like one of my friends built a business around it. I think it, I think he's calling it daily, daily content machine. So if you're a podcaster, somebody that creates a lot of video content, they will take all of your monthly video content and create a one minute posts with headlines and video captions for you to share on social media. And they're charging something like $5,000 a month for this service. And people are signing up for it. So they'll create 180 pieces of content for you a month off of your existing podcast content or any other video content that you're using and with these beautiful design headlines and video, video captions. Veemly will do that for you. You literally just upload your video. It'll convert and and create the transcription for you. You'll obviously have to go through and edit some of the words because sometimes it just doesn't catch it properly. But I mean, it's minimal. 
And then you can go through and add your own headlines to it. You can even add the video play bar that shows, you know, how much time is left in the video. This costs $10 per month. For $10 per month, you can literally add captions and create awesome headers the way you see all the influencers doing and do that yourself. And keep in mind the use case for this, because it might feel a bit excessive, but keep in mind that a lot of people scroll through Instagram, through Facebook, they stop at videos and they stare at them, but they don't want to play them because they're on the toilet or, you know, <laughs> or whatever they're doing. Let's, let's be real. Or, you know, they're at the office. And so what they do is if they don't see captions, they move on. But if they see captions, they stick around. Yep. 100%. Yeah. I, I don't like to play the audio on my phone, uh, but I'll stop and watch the video and read the transcriptions. Yeah, that's I do. I do that 100% of the time. Yeah. Those are some of my favorite apps. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so to recap here, we started with strategic agent or agent fire for your website template. Don't, don't go crazy. Don't go overboard. These templates are fine. They'll do what you need to do. Um, mm-hmm. Business for managing your reviews, for your photos, the world searches or everything on the internet through Google. And your brand is, if they're looking for you online, they're going to see you on Google. And Google My Business is how you control what is, is shown there. Canva for template creation for in, Instagram, Facebook, PowerPoint, maybe your listing presentation. They do print. They do, they do everything. And you can supplement what's on Canva's marketplace with Creative Market, where you can go purchase uh, professionally done templates super inexpensively. You can also use Fiverr to go hire someone to create a template that maybe is a little bit more customized to your brand and get it done for, I mean, pennies on the dollar, frankly. Calendly is a great scheduling tool, syncs up with your uh, with your Google Calendar, whatever calendar you use, Outlook, whatever, whatever it is, Microsoft Calendar. And you put, put the onus on whoever wants to schedule an open house to, to, to find the time that works for them. And you don't have to have a personal assistant go 10 rounds in an email about, hey, what time are you available? Does this work? Does this work? Does this work? Mm-hmm. Um, structurally or Verse.io to come in and help you out with your follow-up because let's be real, follow-up goes out the window when you're busy and that's what creates the, the spikes and the, the dives in your you know, annual business production, right? You don't want that wave. You want, it, you want it to be consistent. And a service like Verse or Structurally can help you take those leads and get them hot and ready to convert. Call action so that you can uh, track what kind of traction you're getting off your print campaigns with uh, people who are calling in. Lion Desk Facebook ad portal to take out the mystery of getting ads onto Facebook and to perfectly sync with your CRM. Momenzo to be able to create video. They have amazing templates that make your video, your property listing videos look sharp. And then Veeamly if you want to add captions. That's that's it. Should we keep going? <laughs> no, dude, that's awesome. I mean, that really I think that really covers the bases and is exactly what I was hoping for out of out of the talk today. So thanks, Ricardo, for putting the list together. Julian, so if you enjoyed this podcast, visit uh, Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative at realdisrupt.com. You can find our sister podcast there. Great podcast for uh, realtors, great podcast for lenders, uh, other marketing podcasts as well. So go check that out. Um, and of course, you can find us on at marketingtrench.fm, where we keep our episodes. We're on Spotify, uh, we're on Overcast, or everywhere that you would get your podcasts. Until next time. This has been the Marketing Trench. Yeah.